0: Going on, Kimfo. Welcome back to another episode of Key to the City Podcast. It's your favorite Ken Fo, Keone G, aka Mr. Key to the City, aka uh, Little Big Man, aka Get It How You Live, aka That's That Boy Man. Call me whatever you want to call me, just don't call me Collect. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been supporting the podcast, liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing. Whatever you've been doing, man, we shouldn't appreciate it. You had to do it, but you did. Hey, man, we're going to ride with you. Uh, appreciate everybody that voted us as a finalist on um, Best of Jackson. We didn't win, but we were one of the finalists. And also, we are moving into a new studio space. So around March 21st or something like that. We will be recording with a whole new background and just a whole new vibe, man, and I can't wait. I wish my guest today we could have had her in the official studio, but hopefully she'll be back uh, after today. And uh, just like with our last episode, this episode is no different. We're going to keep hitting you in your head with quality content and quality guests. I'm grateful to have this young lady on the platform with us today. Uh, I actually met her during Jackson Indie Music Week. She was on uh, one of the panels, the Many Moons panel, which was a women's panel, uh, just speaking about uh, women in the entertainment industry. Uh, we'll find out more about that. And uh, I was just really intrigued about what she had to say, her journey thus far. Um, we're going to find out a little bit more about her background and just how her path has been thus far. Um, so I'm super excited to find out more about her. So y'all sit down, grab a seat. And without I further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kimfo. Welcome to the city, our new kinfolk, Fallon Victoria. What's going on, Queen? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. Glad you finally made it through. How your right. day going? It's going well. I was a little tired, but I'm you know a little tired. Well, somebody in your position uh, should always be tired. <laughs> Seem like you always have a lot going on, yeah. but I want to give my audience a little bit of background on you before we get into what it is you really do. Uh, Where are you originally from? Jackson, Mississippi. The Jack. Jack Jacktown. Straight out the Jack. Born and raised? Born and raised. Okay. she. actually grew up in Georgetown. Okay. She a certified Jacktown Jew. Do not play with her. (laughs) Uh, What about schooling? Um, So
1: I went to Provine High School. Rams. Let me go all the way back. Pelcon Park Elementary School. Why? Blackburn middle school. Why? Provine high school. So I had a, uh, did a little moving around. My mom lived in West Jackson. Okay. So that's how I ended up at like Provine and all the West Jackson schools, but yeah.
0: All right. At college?
1: Jackson State University, the the Jackson I love State university. Got my bachelor's from there. I Got my master's from Bell and I'm actually uh, working on dissertation at Jackson State right now.
0: Wow, you gotta love a smart black queen, man. Always on the grind. How you f- uh, speaking of Jackson State? What do you think about the um, just the recent changes around the football team and all the exposure it's brought to the city?
1: I'm so excited about that. Like my heart is glad and full cool yeah. about yeah. that. Just to see. It's been years in the making. Like I have um, people that I know who, you know, were in the band or played football. You know, when I was there, mm-hmm. and so just to see what it is now versus when I was there, which you know we were lit when I was there, right? But, <laughs> but it it deserves that, right. and I'm I'm happy to see it. I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was lit during your time, but now they're actually winning.
1: Yes. So that Hang just. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs>
0: We were around the same age so yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Was that 2008?
1: Was yeah, I graduated from Jackson State in 2009. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, we was, we was a little struggle. But
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know bit. if I was keeping up with them there but they doing big things now so shout out to the whole squad, coach Prime and all them boys. Um so media artist management, CEO of the Difference Group. Was this the path you saw all along or when did, the, when did you become inspired to take the path of media management, artist management, and the whole entertainment industry all together? Um,
1: I, I don't know. Let me, say, let me just go back to the beginning. My parents, um, without giving too many details, my okay. mom was an artist. Dope. Uh, she put out an album in the 80s, Like right before she had me. And then wow. my father owned a record label, and she was the artist. So wow. I kind of get – and I think it's just in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been around some form of music all of my life because mm-hmm. um, even when my mom wasn't performing and doing shows, uh, my mom and my aunts had a, a group. And so I had to take piano lessons because they were like, you're going to play the piano for us So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, so it, we had like a mini Jackson 5 type thing going right. on, of course, of gospel. But um, – we did that. My brother played the drums. I ended up learning how to play the drums, too, so I played the drums at Proline in the band, and I actually played set for wow. it. Wow. Um, don't ask me to play now. Okay. Okay. Um, I could sing a little bit, but my passion more so has always been writing. So hmm. I kind of got into wanting to write songs like 20s. Okay. Um, and the first song that I actually contributed to was for Washington's debut single, which is not out anymore because, you know, we rebranded and did all mm-hmm. that stuff. But it was called Choose You. Um, so, And they had some singles, I mean, some songs that they have not released yet. I contributed to those. And I've actually uh, written and recorded some demos that I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with right now.
0: So. That is so dope, yeah. man. What type of music did your mom do?
1: She did. If you, you know, that early 80s pop sound. Um it's kind of like long some
0: Dion warwick, some uh
1: let's, let's say um it slips my mind. what's the name of that song? If you think of like I'm not sure if this was eighties or nineties, but voice wise, what it's reminded me of is that Michele, like something in my oh heart. yeah voice wise something in yeah. uh but it was it's another song, and it slips me, hopefully it'll come back. But it, it kind of it went along with that. And mm-hmm. so I was so inspired by my mom, uh, who is no longer with us. But she could make her voice sound like any era, right, like right. any situation. Like she could give you the stomp-down gospel, mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. But then she can give you some soft, light-hearted, fun pop. Mm-hmm. And you would think it's like two or three different people, and it's the same person. Dope. Yeah.
0: Rest in peace to moms. Your daughter is definitely shining. Uh, so... Why didn't you not pick up the singing part and gravitate more towards the writer?
1: Um, I think that my gift with music, I feel like I'm more in shape to help develop folks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But with my personality, I don't like being on stage. Mm-hmm. So I'll sing a song, but if you ask me to come perform it, i am probably be like, Nah, I'm good. You know? yeah. Uh and i put it i would put a song out anonymously i said i might do that mm-hmm. um just so i won't get asked to come perform the song because i'm i'm way too shy for that ah. i would sing at church you know all the time but just singing for you know a different purpose that's that's a little bit different
0: i don't even get a shy vibe from you but <laughs> i think i know what you mean yeah like an ext- extroverted introvert
1: yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. extroverted when I have to be. Right. But at the core of me, I'm definitely an introvert. Like, when COVID happened and they said we shutting down, I'm like, hey, word? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right.
0: Now, speaking of Full Washington, um, which is an outstanding, young, hot, urban, contemporary, are they considered gospel?
1: No. Uh, they, Well, not anymore. They're actually pop. Okay. Yeah, they like to do some R&B, but mainly pop.
0: Very dope. I had the pleasure of uh, seeing them perform at... Jackson Indy Music Week mm-hmm. at the Icon Awards show. Um, kids are very talented. How did you link up with them?
1: Ooh, at the Jackson Medical Mall. So I didn't mention that's my day job. I work for the Medical Mall Foundation as Chief Planning and Strategy Officer. Uh, but before that, I was doing some uh, independent uh, contract work as a communications and marketing PR person, mm-hmm. and I was just volunteering ahead a, a performing arts program called Sing Jackson. Okay. And because I've just you know I worked with youth pretty much my whole life, uh, adult life, and I saw them. I'm like, oh, they're talented, you know. And so I think it was the Medical mouse 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I had the chance to produce a show with. Joe and Ricky Smiley and Rita B Rita Brent Um, and their mom came and asked me would I manage Carmen Okay. Um, so that's how it started but all of them come to the meeting they all they're so tight like Mm -hmm. you know you have siblings but you don't always see the sibling bond they're bonded they're joined at the hip so everywhere one goes except you know now but younger they, they were all there so they came to the meeting and they were just humming you know and so I was like, you know, what are y'all going to do with the group? Because they had been a group. All right. And at first they were kind of like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll see. But we'll, the main thing is we want to sit back and support Carmen and see where it goes. And we'll probably jump back in at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And so we opted to go with the group. Um, started with Carmen. um And then we started with the group as well. Right. And the group really took off because it was so special because I'm like, it's two girls, it's two guys. Y'all are young. It's cute. But y'all have a gift, though. Mm -hmm. And so we just took that route, um, got them some vocal coaching. I started doing vocal coaching for them earlier on, and I said, you know what? Y'all already can sing better than me, so you need somebody better (laughs) to make you better. So I handed them to Darius Brown, and he – worked wonders with taking what they already had and just sharpening Mm -hmm. it he he did an amazing
0: job man what goes into like the everyday life of an artist manager 24 hours of an artist manager because people mostly only see you know what's produced Mm -hmm. when they perform but behind the scenes i'm sure it can get a little chaotic
1: yeah um It's really uh, managing personalities, Mm -hmm. um, managing goals and expectations. Okay. And so the thing was, like, where do you see yourself at the end of this? Who do you want to be? Okay. And because they were so young, it took a while for them to figure it out. But I did not want to force a brand or throw a brand on them like most record companies do because, Mm -hmm. you know, they know what sales. But I'm like, what are you going to be happy with at the end of the day Mm -hmm. when you go home at night? I want you to be able to smile and say, we did this, and this is something that we developed together. So earlier on, it was more so branding. So they were identified as, like, the Washington family, the Washington kids, what people just called them, whatever. Right. And so I'm like, we need a name. And I'm like, y'all remind me of the Jackson Five, but we don't want to say the Washington Five. Let's say for Washington. Not just because it's four of you, but you all are so for each other. You're so down for the cause of your family. So you
0: brought that name to them?
1: Yes. Dope. And they embraced it. Now, okay. we may do something different, you know, moving forward, uh, but that, that name stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, I was proud of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so branding and helping, meeting them where they are. First of all, you know, they were a teenager. Right. So everybody's still in school everybody still wanted to run track play basketball tennis uh lift weights and do all of those things and so you can't like we wanted them to focus in on singing but not to the point where you miss the golden years of your high school uh Mm -hmm. time so just managing that helping them with homework as needed. what yeah (laughs) um yeah to the point where you know somebody still called me right now miss family i need a little help with you know not in this i don't need you to do this but if Help me proofread this. Can you go over this for me or whatever? Wow. Yeah, help them with homework or, you know, it could be advice on whatever. So I took on the approach as just like a mentor to them as well, mm-hmm. like a, a, a big sister or auntie, I guess you could say.
0: That's so dope, man. And one thing I like about it, you really don't have a lot of – Seem like I take an old school approach with the artist development. Yes. Because most people nowadays or labels, they expect – a package to come already together.
1: Right. And so understanding the current state of the music industry was what we had to learn. So we went to, like, different conferences. We would travel and just investing a lot of money in. Mm -hmm. If you're a manager and you have a a group or whatever, you have to – most times artists are not going to have the budget. Right. So you're going to have to invest your resources Mm -hmm. to some extent in the group. So Make sure y'all taking lessons. Yes. Yeah, so their parents invested a lot. Okay. The kids invested a lot. Like, they would go DoorDash, so they could have money right. in the studio. Right. And so that's what people don't see. They see Four Washington Smiling. They don't know they had door dashing together. They worked at <laughs> Chick-fil-A. You saw us right. doing the Chick-fil-A jingle. Yeah. the Steve Harvey show. But they went and worked that Chick-fil-A to, to, you know, keep it. Get keep it how you it, live. For real.
0: <laughs> see, that's what. Uh, So. Don't get into any specifics, but. People that are interested in managing artists and just getting into that whole game. So they may have to be prepared to uh, shell out money up front. Yes. To yes. get these artists in position where they want to be.
1: Right.
0: And then I'm assuming that contracts come in and you mm-hmm. recoup whatever you. Right. Okay. Pretty dope. And speaking of uh, Steve Harvey show, um, the group went viral and was invited out to the Steve show. Yes. Um, which is pretty dope. How was that whole experience? Oh
1: man, that was one of those He just reached out directly? No, it was, it was his, uh, one of his producers. Okay. So we were actually in Dallas Mm -hmm. at the, at that time. I think auditioning, we had gotten, well, they got invited to audition for something, one of these shows. Mm -hmm. And while we were in Dallas, that video, um, was trending. Now, that video had been out for almost a year, right. you know, at that period of time. So it did, it, I guess if I could get some advice, just be patient, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it had been out there for almost a year. And so out of nowhere, it just started trending. I'm like, what happened? You right. know? And it went viral. So, you know, a lot of the different major blogs started sharing it. Mm-hmm. And while we were in Dallas, the, um, it, the producer from Steve Harvey, Steve TV show, reached out. So I got the email, came to you know, the management email and I'm like, Is this for real? You thought it was spam? Yeah, I had to make sure that right. it was not. So you know, you click on the actual name mm. and you have to see the domain address come right from so you can verify that this is legit, right? right. Um so when I saw the domain, I was like, Stops so I just passed the phone to that mom. <laughs> I'm like, look at this So she was like for real, and they like what you know. So read the email. They was like, you know, everybody were, was like super excited, mm-hmm. and I literally cried because I'm like, you, As know, you At that moment, we had like prior to that, we had worked so hard. It's mm-hmm. a little bit easier for me now mm-hmm. because they've learned so much in this process. They're able to do more, right? And I don't have to handle like the day to day for them. Okay. Um, but at that time, it was a lot of money invested. It was a lot of time invested, a lot of practicing, a lot of, you know, on the road, barely getting paid type situations. But just doing it all yes. the strength of trying to build a brand and, you know, um, just know, get people to see them. Mm-hmm. And that moment right there was it was probably it was gratifying. Yeah,
0: dope, dope. Did you have uh, other outlets try to reach out afterwards?
1: Um, yeah, they ended up doing. Um, it was a smaller outlet. It's kind of like a Nickelodeon. It's called Wonderama TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to New York, uh, maybe the month after that show aired, okay. and filmed that. So that was an interesting experience. So we went to LA, then we went to New York. Um,
0: what is Steve like in person?
1: Um, exactly what he's, (laughs) (laughs) he's exactly the same. And that's what I really appreciated about him. Um, they, and his team, they took extra time and they take extra care of the young people Mm -hmm. to make sure that they felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they, they had a onset set teacher because they had the miss school. Right. Um, the ones who were still in high school. Wow. So the onset teacher was there. You had a lot of people, you know, just Are y'all good, y'all want some pizza? Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was really fun and he was genuine. And we met him again when we went to the Steve Harvey camp, um, I think it was July of that year. Mm-hmm. And he was just the same. And they got another video out there where they were singing. The, the jingle and Steve was singing with him yeah. and all that kind of
0: stuff. Oh, I saw that yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Steve, man. I'm going to run into you one day, man. Yes. Might even take over your job. Who knows? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned something that's I think is important in this content-driven world. You said the video was out for at least a year.
1: Yeah.
0: And you encourage mm-hmm. content creators to be patient.
1: Right.
0: Uh, what's some tips and techniques that you can give them as far as... Branding website uh, Creating content for their platforms uh, Along with being patient That will help them kind of See a little bit of success On that journey
1: Well I would say Figure out who you want to be And then figure out who, how you want to be known Figure out who you want to be first Because a lot of people get it twisted it's like I need I wanna, to do that I want people to know me as this But I'm like who are you You know Mm-hmm Find out who you are and make that work for you okay. and be that. Okay. And then make your content align. Now, of course, you need to make it look as, you know, authentic but professional. So mm-hmm. make sure your sound quality is good. If you can't invest in yourself, you know, invest in some microphones Okay. if you can. Learn how to use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube is probably the, YouTube best, school, the best school right, <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get get some great lighting. Make sure that your videos are high quality and high resolution. You know, don't put anything dark and fuzzy and unstable, you know, mm-hmm. out there. Um, and just make sure that you're representing the best version of yourself and be and stick to who you want to be. Mm. Stick to that. Who you want to be first, then how you want to be known. Like, why are you doing this? Mm. And when you know why, everything else becomes easier mm-hmm. because you're not having an identity crisis.
0: Right.
1: And when you're not consistent and you don't know who you are, the audience is not going to know either. Mm-hmm. And if you want to work that much more hard to pretend, you know, to be <laughs> something that you're not, Ooh. that's going to come back and bite you at some point. You know, you might ride the wave for a little while, but always stick to who you are. And if that's not good enough, that's not the place for you. Mm. So make your content based on who you are and what feels good at the core of you.
0: Ah. She preaching this morning.
1: (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) It sure is.
0: But I needed to hear that though. Uh, I think I know. I think I'm following. uh, In the footsteps of who I think I am. My brand. I want it to be totally different from my professional life. And just be me. On a platform. But still have intelligent. Informative conversations Mm -hmm. with my guests. So I think I'm doing that but. Uh, I'm definitely going to take that advice to heart. She knows what she's talking about. As soon as she got on set, she started critiquing. Oh, my God. And uh, (laughs) making sure we had things in the right place. So, y'all better listen to it.
1: I was was just asking questions.
0: No, it's good. (laughs) It's good information because when it comes to this platform, I'm 100% open to advice, and I'm humble when it comes with it. I love learning new things from new people, so I appreciate it. Well, I, anything I can know. learn. All the <laughs> communication strategies, I need everything. Yes,
1: and I, I, ooh, I didn't even want to come off like that. I just, I'm an overthinker, no, <laughs> so no, I just no. come in like, okay, where do I sit? Which mic? And do you want me to look here or there? Because I'm, I'm just yeah, that's how she
0: was. Them. She was just used, to, <laughs> which most guests don't do. So I know she's in the field that she's destined to be in. And we need more educators like that. So, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, Key to the City Podcast, we got the Queen Fallon Victoria with us. Um, you were on the Mini Moves panel during uh-huh. um, Jackson Indy Music Week when I first met you. How was that experience for you?
1: Oh, man. It opened so many doors. It was fun. I hadn't done anything like that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not in terms of the music industry. Um, so, it was, it was great. And I, I actually was not supposed to be on there i was subbing for somebody else Mm. Uh, and so i got the call like a day before Mm -hmm. and caroline cole actually she was working with jackson in the music week and she said hey can you do this and so i'm like cool i'll do it and it was fun like i had i had definitely represented
0: had you um have you interacted with any of the ladies on the panel i know yolanda singleton does a lot of shows
1: Um, yes i hadn't talked to yolanda since then however um Yolanda and I have worked together um, Or you know On some things Mm -hmm. In the past And um, Or we You know We've had some meetings before About some stuff So I was very familiar with her Um, Definitely kept up with everybody Who was on the panel Mm -hmm. Danielle Was amazing Uh, Rachel The the Yes Moderator um, We've been in communication So it's It's been great A lot of people that we met uh, During Jackson Indie Music Week Festivities Um those are some great connections mm-hmm. They led or they led to some great connections Facts. So we ended up doing the premiere yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So we met okay. Curtis who uh is the producer of the film A Day to Die. Mm-hmm. Uh or one of the producers and we ended up working the whole premiere <laughs> for Washington Song and I did some interviews and you know we helped him with some of the behind the scenes stuff uh, with the premiere so it's it's been that's why I tell people you got to get out, man.
0: Get out your comfort zone, rub shoulders with people out here, man. You never know who could take your career to the next level. That's super dope. Um, are you interested in taking on any more artists? Oh,
1: ooh. well. <laughs> <laughs> I would I normally I would say yes, but just because I know how much I would want to give. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much it takes to really make it great. I don't know. Um, these are like the golden years of my child's Childhood. Mm. and so I cannot sacrifice being gone, okay. You know, from being a mother first. Oh, that's heavy, man. Um,
0: you're not willing to sacrifice that? No, no.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. if, if it could be modified, um, in a way to where I could help, that's fine, right? Um, and then I have, and I tell for watching this, I have a career aside from management, right? So okay. it's not money driven for me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we do what we do and we keep it business. However, it's not money driven, so that's why I don't have to have a heavy client roster. Okay, um, because I have some other endeavors, and then I'm a mother first. Mm. So
0: yeah, mm, very interesting, very interesting. Because I know some people that are uh, try to sacrifice everything now and catch up on the back end, but yeah, I can't, I can't like those golden years. Yeah, I
1: can't miss it. Like the impressionable years. Yeah. When my son, I think I started. They've been around him. He's been around them since he was probably four or five. Mm -hmm. He's nine, about to be ten. And so it was a period of maybe two years when we were just grinding it out. And I looked up, I'm like, oh, my baby is tall and, you know, he is changing. And I'm missing it a little bit. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you on that. Uh, I think I'll turn down a lot if it meant sacrificing some with the kids, especially at this stage when they're small and growing. Yeah. Uh, So I definitely agree with you there. Um, as far as your whole entrepreneur pursuit, uh, everything you have going on professionally, I like to ask whether they're artists, entrepreneurs, whatever you're doing, like, what's the definition of success for you? Like, when will you know that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've made you've reached to where you want to be, you reached the heights that you sought out? You I would think say about it
1: for me. Um, when I have exhausted um, Mm. every ounce of my potential in every area. So, yeah, it's not really a dollar amount on it. Mm -hmm. It's not a time span on it. But when I have given all that I know that I can give because, you know, you reap what you sow. Okay. Facts. So if I give it all, I get it back. Mm -hmm. So when I reach that point, then I feel like I'm successful.
0: Dope, dope, dope! And you don't put me on so much game you don't even know it. Um, I'm glad you was able to share all the information with me and stop by, man, and just bless our platform. How can people keep up with you and for Washington and everything you have going on? Uh, well,
1: you can keep up with me. I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm trying to do TikTok. I just uh, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in
0: your thirties, TikTok, it, Twitter, you you good with Twitter? No. I hate
1: Twitter. I hate social media.
0: Oh, breach. There you go. That's the thing. <laughs>
1: so, you know, you have to use it. You have to. Um... But I don't like it But you can follow me I try to post uh, <laughs> it's, it's me Fallon V That's that's mine You can follow For Washington At F-O-U-R Washington Now they out there They have almost A million followers On TikTok They have Almost maybe 200K on Instagram And yeah So they, they're doing Big things And also uh, Follow Rita Brent Comedy I'm doing some Things with her
0: Shout out to Rita Brent yeah. I want to have her As a guest Okay Once I get my new place I know she's out of state Right
1: uh, she is very mobile Okay Yep, she's very
0: mobile Rita, we love to have you here in the city
1: <laughs> I, I will let her know I know she, she's all over the place right Yeah, now. I know um, That's my best friend But we're we working Oh yeah? yeah. Alright we Well, tell her I'll take what
0: I can get yep. uh, Over the show yeah. Y'all are real tight like that <laughs> yeah. uh, Y'all make sure y'all follow this queen Everything she got going on Follow Fort Washington Stream all of their music on all your platforms yeah,
1: Hardaway is out now
0: Hardaway Yep. We got an album
1: coming? Yeah, they're working on some stuff. They, they're they working, like, if you hear the stuff that they wrote, I'm like, y'all wrote that, you know? But it's it's really dope. So I'm I'm excited to just sit back and see with the rest of y'all because they kind of kicked me out of, of the – no, not kick me out. But, they, <laughs> you know, they want to present it at the end mm-hmm. and say, hey, look what we made. So I'm That's excited.
0: Good. Look at them. They growing up. yes.
1: Ah! yes. <laughs>
0: When y'all get that Grammy, man, don't forget about the little people. Yeah,
1: they, they definitely won't. They are great
0: people. I believe that. I kind of got that vibe from them yeah. uh, during the Music Week. Well, Queen, uh, we support everything you got going on here. Um, we thank you, thank you for stopping by and sharing the time with us. You know you got to come back again. Yes. And uh, I can't wait to see everything that's. Uh, playing for you guys in the future. And uh, I know y'all continue to do great things. And I love to see black queens pushing. I know y'all have a lot on y'all plate, man. And just dealing with society and the yes. perception of black women. That shit just inspires me to see them pushing and not let anything stop them. Um,
1: yes. It, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, and I would say that, I guess, with black women, I place a lot of emphasis On black men Okay talk to me Uh, Just because you know You may have had a certain type of Experience as a woman you know Or you may have Had certain type of family memories You Mm -hmm. know it could be in a strange relationship With your father it could be a heartbreak In your own relationship or Whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. But there is some good There Facts And so you can't allow that To just taint your perception Of the whole black race Come on somebody In general that's preach, That's my stance I ain't trying to tell y'all what to do But that's, that's my stance So there's no sour experience That is going to make me um, Talk the black man down so, yeah. <laughs> You know sometimes Oh my god
0: I'm just so it glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> it need to be. But I'm glad you said that. And, uh, you know, one experience does not define yes. your future experiences and every black man out here. That is the truth.
1: It is hard to, to date and to maintain um, a suitable, fulfilling mm. relationship when you're always on the go. Right. And so I have learned from some experiences and you know i'm changing my approach because for me family is super important mm-hmm. and so you know you you want to make sure that you make time for the people that you love and then you want to identify the people who are supposed to be there mm-hmm. um, come on yeah so you know everything is self-reflection for me at this point mm-hmm. i can't look too hard at what somebody else is doing or not doing So I, I look at me all the time So I would say it, it may be hard To date at this point Just because I'm focused on bettering and Fallon every day And being a great mom
0: Perfect okay. advice yeah. We'll ride with that And we'll leave it right there Yes, this has been a great episode From all aspects I got a lot of gems today Hope y'all caught all the keys She was dropping on you uh, Make sure y'all continue to support Everything she has going on Uh, support for Washington, uh, support Key to the City podcast. And we love episodes like this, man, where we just have normal conversations and touch our audience. Uh, You already know who I am. I'm Keone G, Mr. Key to the City. She is the Queen Fallon Victoria. This has been another episode of Key to the City
1: podcast. Peace, love, blessings, and we are out.